Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. All right, Caroline. I Now we... Oh, now this is exciting. I've been so just as Jesus has been desiring to uh, to share this Passover <laughs> with us, I've been excited for you to talk about this story. We've had some, uh, we've had a couple of ro- well, just one at the moment, a rocket launch in Australia, and it's mm. going to pave the way for more rocket launches. So, Caroline, tell us all about yes. it. Okay, yeah, this is very exciting for Australia and space science. So, so I've heard it. NASA launches rocket from Northern Territory, Australia. So this is the first commercial space launch in Australia's history and the first launch for NASA from a commercial space ball outside the United States. Yay. Very exciting. So um, cool. A rocket, a NASA rocket launch in on Australian soil. Like I was so Australian excited by this. This is so amazing. cool. Yeah. Amazing. So the launch of a Black Brant uh, 9 suborbital sounding rocket took place just after midnight on June the 27th from Arnhem Space Centre in the Northern Territory. Um, this space centre is located on Dupamar Plateau, just outside the town of Nullumboy, and it's owned and operated by Equatorial Launch Australia. It's actually a newly constructed facility and it's located just 12 degrees from the equator, which means the launch vehicles actually get a bit of leverage into the Earth's rotation and gain extra velocity, which... Bit of a kick. Yeah, which it, <laughs> it does. And it helps to cut costs a bit by um, improving the payload to fuel ratio of the craft. So the, the launch itself... Okay, so it had been delayed a little bit due to rain and wind, but eventually it managed to launch. And the launch was surrounded by a lot of excitement, as mm. heard by the eventual countdown and the cheers during yes. the launch. Now, yes. did you guys watch the coverage of this? I, so I watched the last the couple of like, yeah, ten, just, yeah. nine, eight, yes. and then at the end he's like, three, two, yes. one, yeah! <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so he couldn't good. contain himself, yeah. okay? Yes. It was, was great. Awesome. And then I saw an interview on, yeah. on the ABC News and excitement all around okay it was it was really really cool so um they had um 75 personnel from nasa present as well as other scientists politicians local community members and indigenous leaders Mm. they all watched from about 800 meters away from the viewing platform and they did obtain permission to launch uh, so from the indigenous elders of the land as well to yeah which is which is awesome yes there's a big cooperation with everyone to, to make this happen Exactly, exactly. And so let's talk a little bit about the mission itself. So the suborbital rocket flew up to about 300 kilometers above the Earth and the the equipment went up, I mean the, the rocket went up and then the equipment itself then just came down because it had did a bit of a sample and then came mm-hmm. down and it uh, parachuted safely back to the ground about southwest of the launch site. It carried an X-ray quantum calorimeter, 
which will allow the scientists from the University of Michigan to measure interstellar X-rays and to understand the interstellar medium. Now, the inter- mm. interstellar medium is the material that fills the space between the stars. This is some, something we don't know too much about yet. Oh, yeah. And the influence on the structure and evolution of the galaxies and stars. This is the first of three launches. So there's two other launches that have been carried out between the 27th of June and then um, the final one will be on the 12th of July. The two other missions will be focusing on Alpha Centauri A and B, and which are two of the three Alpha Centauri systems that are closer to our sun. The missions will allow for information about how the stars' light uh, can influence planets' habitability. Now... The second mission that's going to be launched, I'm going to read this straight off NASA site, is the Suborbital Imaging Spectrograph for Transition Region Irradiance from Nearby Exoplanets Host Stars, or Cysteine, and this is from the University of Colorado Boulder. Cysteine. Yes, that's the short. (laughs) It's very good. I love these. Yeah, it's targeted for 4th of July and it will study how ultraviolet light from the stars affects the atmospheres of planets around them, which is a pretty cool thing to study, and including the gases um, thought to be signs of life. The third mission is targeted for July 12th and it's a dual channel extreme ultraviolet continuum experiment or deuce from Mm. the university of colorado boulder as well and it will measure so far unstudied part of the extreme ultraviolet light spectrum these measurements are needed to model stars similar and smaller than our sun as well as understand the effects on planetary atmospheres so pretty cool um, and just as a side note, why are they launching here? Because the studies can only be carried out in the southern uh, hemisphere because the targets can't actually be seen in the northern hemisphere ah, by NASA. The Aussie and that's advantage. Why doing them here. Yeah, yes, yeah, love yes. It. Yeah. And as you were talking about the indigenous people before, I have a little bit. Um, I thought I should mention their participation as well. So the Arnhem Space Centre has been built on the lands of the indigenous Yolngul people, Mm -hmm. and they are the traditional custodians and the landowners of this area. The great thing is that they were actually involved in helping to build the Arnhem Space Station on their land, Space Centre. It's good. Yeah, and um, so opportunities are actually being provided for them and they're going to be taking part in future launches and projects and retrieving uh, modules, rocket modules, when they return to Earth. The Gumach Corporation Chair, so Gumach is, I've looked it up, and it's actually, the website shows that this corporation tries to build up businesses for the local people so the local Indigenous people can take part in employment Excellent. and helping to better their lives and, you know, just have opportunities for them that perhaps they may not have otherwise. And they also um, have a community resources for people around the area, such as things like schooling, meals, laundry and all of that. So um, it's the idea is that they can have a better quality of life, just like everybody else in the country. So the chairman, Pawa Yunapingu, said that the space industry can provide opportunities for the Yolngu people, he says. We want our young people to see and take up jobs and business opportunities that come from the growth of the Arnhem Space Centre over time. So I love this. It's a collaboration 
between, you know, uh, you know, indigenous people of our land. They have such a connection to the stars already and to yeah, you know, the yep. astronomy yep. and they get to take part in science with NASA. How awesome is that? That's such a wonderful, so wonderful so um, collaboration. So, so yeah. um, I thought that was a happy note to end it on there yeah yeah uh we had you know, we had uncle michael on our podcast yes. was it, uh, no it was last year wasn't it hang on last year yeah, it was last yeah. year that's right yeah and uh yeah. you know he was uh part of his our discussion with him was about his um you know his uh, understanding of indigenous astro- astronomy and how yeah. they were doing astronomy well before it was you know <laughs> developed as a science exactly. that, that, yeah relied on the stars and things so yeah, there's a, that long connection. Uh, Caroline, there's another awesome mission um, yeah. that Rocket Lab, This I love this one. Oh. Rocket Lab went to the moon. Wow, they're going to the yes. moon in a, in a sense. That yeah. was what a, <laughs> yeah. what a launch that was. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I, that one got me really excited. That, that for me is, apart from this Australian one, this is one of the big launches. of. So oh, there are some big things happening sure. this year, hopefully, anyway. Yeah. So Artemis from NASA is hopefully launching. This is their big moon rocket will hopefully launch later this year in August, I think is the plan oh, now. Oh, I'm hanging um, out, hanging spa- out. Yeah. Yeah. SpaceX at some point will launch yeah. Starship. Could be any point now. Um, you know, they, They've got their final approvals and now they're just doing their testing campaign and it will go. So that's a big one. Um, obviously, Australia, you know, and, and there might be another um, Falcon Heavy. You know, that's the Falcon 9, but with yeah. three boosters, you know, that could be. Oh, gosh, yeah, um, yeah. But this one from, um, from Rocket Lab cannot be overlooked because this no. is – in a way, paving the way to to the moon too. Uh, I yeah. forgot what, what was it called, Capstone. I forgot what it was yes, called. Yes, Capstone. Now. Capstone, that, yeah, which is an one, acronym yeah. for something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but this uh, with this mission, it was launched from New Zealand. It was only a couple of days ago at time of recording. Um, yeah, by, we actually by it now, together, didn't we? yeah, we were watching it, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, they would have already done their last um, engine burn from the the Curie mm-hmm. engine from their little the Photon yeah. spacecraft that they have, um, and that. Uh, and it's already on its way to the moon now by the time of recording. What a little machine that thing is. It's yeah. so good. Um, and that, that spacecraft and the equipment on it is the size of a microwave, basically. Yeah. Uh, and Yeah. So they're going to... It's uh, tiny. Yeah, tiny. it's tiny as, yeah. So it, um, when it launched, it was set for a six-day orbit of the Earth. Um, and the orbit was getting wider and wider. And, I, and just before we, um, we started podcasting, I was looking at... Um, is it Peter Beck? He's the CEO, I think, of, of Rocket Lab. I follow him on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, and he was saying that it um, it was currently about sixty thousand something kilometers um, above the Earth, so that the orbit is widening and widening. Awesome! Um, yeah. And now they're going to How do exciting. their exciting. Oh, so mm. cool! Yeah, and so um and so at time of recording, that it's going to get timey wimey now. But at time of recording tomorrow, which is Sunday, uh, they're doing their final engine burn to send it on its, um, what is it? Trans lunar injection. Is that what they call it? Yeah. 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 Which is where they, um, which is where it will be on its, its course towards the moon. Now it's actually going to take a while and it's not going to get into that orbit of the moon until November. So we might think of like the Saturn five mission, Apollo missions, we went three days to the moon. Um, but this is a a very different kind of mission. So by November it will reach orbit, but the orbit won't be like a you know standard orbit for Star Trek standard orbit you know but it won't be like a normal <laughs> orbit like what you would think of um, when you think of satellites orbiting it's going to be in a uh, something halo orbit uh, uh, that 
anyway, it's it's kind of like a <laughs> think of it more like a, a an elliptical orbit, so like yeah. a, a um, an oval shape rather than a, a circle. Oh, if you want to put it that way, yeah. Around the planet yeah. just as like an oval. Yeah. So what would happen is it uh, its closest pass by the moon will be about I think uh, a thousand or so miles, which translates to a thousand and a half, two thousand kilometers. Um, and then it goes on a really wide orbit and then it kind of comes back again. And the reason why they're doing this is because the aim, they're testing the physics um, because this is the, the point between the moon and earth where the gravity of both should actually hold it in that orbit, holds objects uh, yeah. in that orbit. Yeah. And the reason for that is like a pathway or a pathfinder for the, um, the gateway um, space station, uh-huh. which is the space yeah. station that NASA, through the um, Artemis missions, will um, will eventually put it, um, the the modules for that into orbit, and that space station will then be used for people to dock with, or astronauts, I should say, to dock with, and then from there to then go to the moon and then back again, land on the moon. So it's a very complex, a very cool operation, but um, oh, yeah. but this little news, I shouldn't even call it a little company in New Zealand. It's quite, you know, it's getting quite big now in what it's, it's doing. Yeah, mm. it is um, right, doing right. big yeah. things. Yeah, but the work that they're doing is in cooperation with NASA. It's a NASA mission to, um, you know, yeah. to lay down ground for future um, moon landings, which is really cool. I love it. Super yeah. cool. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll um, share more about that. And Caroline, I wanted to share a, a final science piece as well. Earlier in the year, I think it was when Lino and I were. Um, it was a science segment that I did with Lino, I think, from memory. Uh, when Lino yeah. and I did an episode, we talked about um, a mysterious piece of space junk, <laughs> an guess. old an old booster <laughs> rocket that was going to collide yeah. with the moon. Yeah, so, for the yeah. moon. Yeah, yeah. So that happened in March, yeah. as, uh, March or May, as as was discussed. What, March fourth, I think they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it did happen. It did collide with the moon. Yeah. They yeah. still yeah. don't know who it belongs to. No. Um, so it crashed into the moon and left two small craters. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it it. It's got lunar reconnaissance yeah. orbiter. Yeah. You know, taking yeah. photos of the moon, of the crater, not yeah. going to be missed. Yeah, and, and they, they don't know the who crater. it belongs to. So the theories no. are the leading no theories. No one's putting is that, their hands up. No, no one's saying <laughs> it was me. Yeah, um, the leading theories are that it could be a SpaceX booster, or it could be it from left a Chinese a rocket crater as well, which yeah. is unusual. Yeah, and Ooh. so they're saying if it left a double crater, it was actually quite big, yeah. lending yeah. more credence mm. to the theory that this is a Chinese rocket. But they yeah. don't know, so no one's owning no. up. Yep, no. but whoever you are, we will find out soon enough. We will know. Yeah. So you might as well put well, your hand up. It's, it's like with children when they do something naughty, right? It's like, we're, yeah. we're going to find out later, so you that's, might as well tell it. us no now. No exactly. rocket launches yeah. until somebody Unt- puts yeah. their yeah. hand up. Yeah, oh, exactly. Rocket, we are putting you in timeout until we find yeah. out who it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we will know. Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders, and thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest.